0: I'm gonna tell you what it is, okay? What? It's a dumbass white movie about some dumbass white girls <laughs> getting their white asses cut the fuck up, okay? Yeah, I suppose Sandra Bullock is missed Ethnicity, right? Well, no, all I'm saying is that the horror genre is historical yeah, for excluding the African-American elements. Well, that's how you get your PhD in black cinema, sister soldier? <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Afro Horror. Um, I'm Shardé Sellers, and we are still celebrating our year of anniversaries. So as it's August, we are going to celebrate one of my favorite films and one of my sister's favorite films, As Above, So Below. You know, that really French um found footage horror film about going in the catacombs well it's celebrating i i don't know the math i think it's like 25th anniversary. no it's not that old but it, it's celebrating an anniversary on august 29th for the u.s so we are talking about it today and i have a really special guest someone who's actually in the film um but also does so many other things edwin hodge hi edwin
2: hello
0: how are you doing
1: I'm doing very well. And I'm also here with a good friend of mine who's also an admin at Horror. I'm here with Juwan Dickerson. Hi, Juwan.
0: Hi. How's everybody doing?
1: We are fantastic. So first thing I want to say is, Edwin, you were here for our Purge um, episode back in season one when we were just a baby podcast.
2: Yes, I was. I, I was, uh, I was humbled to be there then and I'm humbled now. So thank you once again.
1: And thank you so much for coming back because you, you know, you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart. You caught us on Clubhouse talking about The Purge. You dropped in. You gave a wonderful Q&A and just some fun insights. And I said, would you please come back for As Above, So Below? And you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do that
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this this uh, this entire film was it was an adventure from uh, start to finish, um, y- y- you know. It, it the audition process alone had me gassed. I, I actually almost passed out in the audition process. Um, I don't I don't know for, for those who have seen the film uh, the, the scene where we're digging through the tunnels the bone the bun- the bones of tunnels um, yeah I, uh, I kind of locked myself into the chair and pretended like I was actually stuck and uh, somewhat passed out at the end of that audition uh casting was was worried wow. trying to figure out if, if 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 i was okay and if if i did get the job you know would i actually be able to do it uh <laughs> claustrophobia was one of my my or is one of my hugest fears um but um yeah i ended up getting the job and um you know next thing you know we're on a, a flight to paris for, for Could you
1: imagine doing all that in audition and not getting the job?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely would have been uh, a little anticlimactic, you know, to, to sit there and give your all, almost pass out, and and to, to hear like you know it wasn't good enough. Uh, that definitely would have been a little heart wrenching. But um, you know, hey, I, I, I did my thing, and like I said, I, I ended up flying to Paris and uh, spending two two and a half wonderful months out there.
1: Okay, and I'm gonna. We have so many questions about that because first of all, Paris always wanted to go. Before we get started, I do want to tell the people that this podcast will be airing in August, but we're shooting it a bit earlier. Um, so I want to ask you about the Tomorrow War, which is directed by Chris McKay. That's coming out or had come out on July second. Fingers crossed if everything goes well. Yes. Um, so, what was it like working on that? And what do you want the audience to know before watching the film?
2: Um. Well, uh man, this this was probably one of the most epic films I've I've done in in my my life. Um it's it's big, it's bold. Uh it doesn't hold back. Our aliens are absolutely insane. Um I I honestly don't think the human race would have any <laughs> any chance against these things. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um no like I, honestly just for for everybody who's gonna who's gonna watch it or have watched it you know I just hope that that you enjoy the ride the adventure you know the the cast and crew we put everything into this um it, it, you know from the creative aspects and and you know visualizing you know where aliens were and and you know the, the physical endurance that the actors had to um, maintain. You know, running around shooting all these guns and, and what so forth. You know, um, everyone did their due diligence to to make this film um, something that uh, I think the audience will enjoy or um, is enjoying. Um, so uh, yeah, y- y- you got Chris Pratt, you got aliens. Now
1: and- you know, I'm I we talked about this in Clubhouse that um, I think we were all slightly disappointed that the Purge series didn't make you into this huge action star that we wanted. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that Tomorrow War does that, because I do feel like you've been slept on in terms of, like, leading man, franchise, action hero.
2: Yeah, to, yeah Tomorrow War definitely puts me in a different light, um, especially in the action world, for sure. Um, you, you know, I, I've, I've been doing action for for a while now, and, and like you said, it hasn't really pushed me to, to that forefront. But, um, you know, in, in due time, the right project comes along and puts you in a position to, to do things that... Um, you actually want to do and, and you feel passionate about, and, you know, every, every job I've had has been a stepping stone and it's actually put me in a position to um, create, which is, which is what I really want to do, you know, um, you know, writing, producing uh, that aspect. So, um, you know, I, I might not be that, that superhero leading man that everybody, uh, you know, wants me to be, or I think I should be, but at the same time, I'm, I'm getting mine
0: and I'm, I'm very happy about it. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, and, um, and I actually, um, I noticed the trailer, I believe at the time we were recording, the trailer for The Tomorrow War um, dropped, I believe it was yesterday, and I uh, watched it um, when it dropped uh, last night, and it looks absolutely amazing. I caught that, um, it was a teaser, and I caught the little glimpse of you, and it like, there's my boy, there's my boy, he's doing his thing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, really excited, uh, yeah. man, you know.
2: Uh, thank you, brother. Like like I said, I'm, I'm excited for y'all to see it. You know, um, it, it was a fun character. It was a character that, you know, actually grew in the process of filming. You know, we, we really didn't know, um, you know, what this guy was about, um, or his journey and, you know, sitting down with Mr. McKay and, you know, kind of hashing out ideas and, and where we wanted to take him, um, you know, I, I hope that we've we've kind of built a, a beautiful story within this this one guy. You know, um, that that actually accentuates the, the film in itself as well. So, um, yeah,
0: it's it's.
1: Mm. See, Edwin's nicer than me. He gave that beautiful, <laughs> like, eloquent speech, and I would have been like, "Y'all suck." Uh, get the fuck together. He should have been a fucking action star from Purge Two. Your racist bitch ass. Like that's, that's how I get down. But I, I love that you said. But I'm getting mine because you. I love that you have a master plan. You're like, yeah, yeah. I could have been a franchise star, but I'm also producing. And I'm writing. So as yeah. we're recording this day, you posted something on your Instagram about you and your brother co-writing mm-hmm. a thriller, maybe a horror yeah. film. So is there anything you can tell us about that?
2: Um. No, not really. No. <laughs> not at all. It's fine. Uh, That's I, I, fine. That's fine. Boy, just just know that uh, it, it is a project that that um, you know came to, came to, to myself and um, it, you know got got my brother on board and um, through the evolution, you, you know, we got into to a position where we can you know jump into the creative aspect of of you know, putting this thing together and uh, we have. So in a few weeks, uh, maybe a couple of weeks, you know, there might be some words out there and and you guys will know what the heck I'm talking about.
1: By the time this airs, everyone will know, but just so you know, when I, I tried you guys, I tried to get some tea, (laughs) but he's not spilling. Um, I will also like to say, this is the part of the podcast where you're going to blush the most because I have to um, thank our sponsors for today. Our sponsors are the sweatpant brigade Brigade, <laughs> offering fine Black men everywhere extra small to small sweatpants for their leisure and our pleasure. <laughs> no, so no, so... <laughs> That's our sponsors for today. Um, more so sponsored by Jennifer. She was going to send a video in, like a, a mm. commercial ad, but she mm. got busy. She does want to know, would you like a small to extra small or an extra extra small to small size pants?
2: I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go to small with extra small. Yeah, okay, not...
1: extra small pants. So we'll send you that after the the these are gray sweatpants, I should specify. Okay. Um we'll send you the Afro Horror gray sweatpants <laughs> extra small to your agent or lawyer of choice <laughs> after the interview. <laughs>
2: wow.
1: So thank you. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, thank um,
2: you. Yeah, I appreciate that.
1: And we need a picture in it.
2: Oh yeah I, I will i will i will do that
1: yeah i'm not talking like oh here's a snippet of the pant we need to see the entire the entire like, torso to leg
0: torso they to leg. want their pastor heel top church um picture yes, yes. yeah <laughs> well, not
1: the pastor hilltop top <laughs> church <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Poor people. I feel bad. Uh, but, yes, that's what it's exactly what we need. And if you know, we'll, we'll send you an extra to give your brother. So then you can, two wear them. Take,
0: take it together. And, uh,
1: together. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can both wear them as you write or produce or direct.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Take, so take a photo together, though. Why
2: not have Hawkman in your sweatpants as well? You know?
1: Oh, my gosh. So yeah. working with your brother, are you just so excited, like – I mean, I know, I, as I talk to you, I know there's no competitiveness between the two of you, but like, do you ever get excited for each other more than the other? Like, are you like, you're Hawkman. Do you understand oh, what a big deal that I mean,
2: is? I, you know, if I could do a backflip, I, I was doing multiple backflips when I heard he became Hawkman. Um, right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my brother. My brother works hard, you know, and he deserves everything that's coming his way. So, you know, with a lot of the ventures that he's, he's you know, into now, you know, I'm just—I'm amazed every day at a lot of the things that he does. You know, a lot of the ideas and concepts he comes up with. You know, he—you know—obviously designs watches and stuff like that. So he has a brilliant mind right off the bat. So um I
1: didn't know he designed yeah. watches. Oh yeah,
2: oh yeah. He's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's a little savant.
1: Can a girl get a watch?
2: He's a savant. <laughs> 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 what kind of
1: watches? I like watches.
2: Can uh, you, they, you, know, <laughs> you know, i I. Let's put it this way. I can't afford it yet, so um you know <laughs> yeah, one more day, maybe after this movie drop, I'll be able to
1: afford it. well, I have a, a pitch for you that to gives to your brother John, don't worry you didn't miss anything. um I think in his ad, it's you and him wearing the watches in the sweatpants so you would sell sold out tomorrow. I promise you <laughs> or put the put the watch in the pocket of the sweatpants the pocket, and let them guess. The uh-huh. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, guess, guess what we hide in the pocket. <laughs> which which, in the which pocket. side is
1: the watch on? <laughs> 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 Please just pitch it. I can't,
2: um, yeah, you are hilarious.
1: I won't take credit for it, I promise. I'll be like, All wow, right. what a smart ad campaign they yes. came up with on yes. their own.
2: We'll make that happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the foolishness. We are a very serious journalistic podcast here. We take it seriously. We're nominated for the 2020 Best Podcast Um nonfiction uh, of the year. That's true. We actually are nominated for the 2020 Best Podcast Nonfiction because of our hard-hitting journalism.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because we take our job seriously very here. Awesome. Very so with that said, boxers are briefs. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> this this man did not come here bad. to be
1: sexually harassed. <laughs> By me,
0: <laughs> I, I, I would like to um like to um, say it when I did not endorse any of this. You did not endorse any of that. I no, no, you just brand ambassador of the sweatpants. you on the mm-hmm. level. That's all.
1: I know my fan base. I know what my <laughs> listeners want. want I'm giving it to them.
2: Uh-huh. Yes, they want that chocolate.
1: <laughs> all right, enough of the foolishness. Let's get down to as above, so below. So this is the synopsis from IMBD. It says, when a team of explorers ventures into the catacombs that lie beneath the streets of Paris, they uncover the dark secret that lies within this city of dead. Is that accurate? Is
2: that, uh, is that what the movie's about? Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah, uh, some, some people doing some, some stuff in some places that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah,
1: Here's yeah. a question right off the top. Now, Black Man. Yes. Why are you following these white bitches <laughs> in the catacombs?
2: Well, you you know it's um that's a question I don't I don't know how to actually answer. Why? Wow. My, my my top answer is that you know I was paid a a nice sum uh, to portray this character who was doing this foolishness um, in order to entertain all y'all. So that's that's my answer. Um, <laughs> you no, know, it, it you know it was uh it, it, yeah I, should, I don't know it, I, I wouldn't have obviously you you know you know black folks. Uh, <laughs> We don't deal with with bones and death and devils and 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 supernatural stuff uh, too well, you know. So trust me, there, there were very um, pointed points in in, in shooting uh, that I was actually scared myself because we were definitely in the real catacombs.
0: Yeah, and um, uh, and that actually um was one of the questions that I had because As Above, So Below was famously the first production. I don't know if it's, and I think it's the only production as of now, the film in the Parisian Calicombs. And I wanted you to, um, I would like to ask you, um, what was that experience? If you could expand a little bit more about how that experience affected you personally and how did you physically and mentally prepare yourself for being in that space and that environment surrounded by basically all of that? death, you know
2: yeah yeah that's a that's a great question um y- you know uh one i had to you put my trust in the people that would guide me down into these these tunnels <laughs> you know um and and just to kind of just put my play myself in a place to kind of just take in the experience and enjoy it you, you know this was an experience that not a lot of people um we're going to have, you know, and that's what what I kind of look at in in my career in general. That I'm going to do a lot of things that a, a lot of people aren't going to be afforded to do. So, you, you know, sometimes you just got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And, um, you, you know, um, it was it was interesting because at, at one point, you know, we're we're about 600 feet below the surface of of the of the Earth. You, you know, and um, when you're when you're thinking about that, you know, you got your your headlamps on and, and whatnot. And, you know, safety meeting is, listen, if that goes out and you ain't with nobody who has a light, it, it's going to be very tough to find way back you know? So, wow. uh, we, we did very well to, um, you know, stay by the guidelines and the rules and, you know, only go into the tunnels and sections that, you know, we were permitted to go into. Um, you know, but I, uh, you know, you, 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 test a lot of fears. Like I don't, I don't deal with death well in general, you, you know, um, it's, it's not something that a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, being surrounded by these actual bones and skulls and femurs and, 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 you know, these are human lives, these human souls, you, you know, millions of them mm-hmm. just underneath this ground. Um, you know kind of put a lot of things into perspective about um just life you know what it means to to you you know and what these people had to endure in their time of living you know their their journey from birth to you know these catacombs um yeah it it put a lot of things into perspective but um the the process as much as it was enlightening and and thrilling and educational um you know, it, it's one that I really kind of, in myself, had some some spiritual enlightenment that I, I never even knew I'd actually have. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was, it was fun. You know, we, we we were on an adventure the entire time, you know, even even through the process of filming. And
1: you're getting paid. That yeah. helps. Yeah. Yes.
2: I mean, we, we were kind of gor- gor- like gorilla style shooting, you know, I mean, like everything was, you know, handheld cam and um you know where get, did
1: you pee where did we what where did you <laughs> use the bathroom i'm like you go down there I if i gotta use the bath, where am i going
2: no we had we had our we had our uh, our green rooms and we had our stations and you know places where we oh okay rest during you know during breaks and takes and stuff like that so now we weren't we weren't like you know all the way gorilla um but the mm-hmm. style itself <laughs> Artistry of it was very kind of guerrilla style, you know. Um, yeah, the 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 bone tunnel, you know, I, I, you know that scene was crazy because um, you literally could only fit one person into the into the tunnel, you know, at a time, and um, mm-hmm. you know, in the process of filming it, uh, it, it became very evident that the the DP wasn't going to be able to go in there and film me doing exactly what I needed to do. So they broke the camera down uh, to, to smallest compartments as possible. And um, that entire scene um, in in the tunnel is me filming myself doing
0: that, that scene. Wow. Um, and that's amazing because I got that as well. And I was with you in that particular moment. Like, you know, I felt that frustration and then that fear. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: You I'm had, a man. <laughs> you no
2: idea. Like, uh, that, that claustrophobia kicked in real quick. Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, Wait, that brings me to... This is our segment of the show called Is IMVD Bullshit? There is a little trivia here that says Ben... It was Ben Feldman, who played George, who actually suffers from minor claustrophobia that he had to keep taking breaks to cope with. But I think that was you. Um, no, I think... Yeah, no, I think Ben. Ben had a
2: he had a little hard time down there too like he, mm. he all needed to get 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 some air so I, I don't know if that's completely false but i know i was the one with the true claustrophobia like i was the one that was like okay, okay, <laughs> i can take a couple of breathers before we go down in this tunnel like but uh no it was it was i mean you know when you're down there for for hours on end you, you know hitting that surface it's, it's woo, like it, your whole world changes it's weird it's weird.
1: Did you was the safety meeting? Did it also um talk about what you might be breathing in down there since it's so small?
2: Um you know what? I'm not I'm not I'm not even sure to be honest with you. I'm sure we they put you, you at risk,
1: a, baby. They had you down there uh, breathing listen, in I, expenses, I did, the, the, the dust, bones.
2: You, the past few jobs have put my life at risk, but um, you know, it comes with <laughs> the field, and I've enjoyed it. Um no, I, you, you know, I, I you got to understand, like, parts of the catacomb, they actually give tours, you, you know, so it's, they, they clean it out mm-hmm. and sanitize and, and not, stuff like that. Like, the parts with the bones that you saw, they give tours in this area. So, it's you know, it's it's clean. People can go down there um, and walk around. But then there's also parts uh, where people weren't permitted that we, we were kind of allowed to, you know, get in real quick and, and do what we need to do and get out. Um those areas were a little sketchy, but once again, it wasn't really anything too uh, unsafe for us.
1: I want to know who the the location scout had to sleep with to make that happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: But like how do you get unrestricted access to the catacombs? I know there was a deal done from the devil. I just I mean, know it.
2: Yeah, I did. there's, there's. I'm sure there was some, some backhanded deals for sure. I mean, we, we had to make it look authentic. You know, I mean, <laughs> we, we did have our stage. You know, we, we did have a stage where we kind of built uh, a lot of aspects of that, that catacomb. Um, uh, but in, 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 in Long Short, probably about seventy percent of the movies and the real stuff.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of the um, you, the entire cast when watching this movie, yo, you all had a really great camaraderie and the chemistry together. It really felt natural to the story that you all were telling, and that y'all were real people going through this stressful inherent experience. And I just wanted to know, can you speak to how you and your castmates were able to pull such authentic performances um but with each other? You know, in this situation.
2: Um, but first off, uh, on, a, on a personal level, the cast, you, you know, everybody, they, they were amazing. Um, you know, Ben's personality, you know, she was just very kind of just always bright, uplifting, um, Peria, she was, she was just, she was a jokester. She was just, she was just funny. Ali, um, uh, he's infamous for the, the De Niro look in the van. Um, I mean, there was never a moment on set where you, he just wasn't cracking somebody up, you know, um, but all together, the cast in general, you know, it, it, it's cool because Ali, um, Marion, um, Francois, you, you know, they, they were the natives and, you know, with me and and and, and been there, you know, they, they helped show us around Paris, you know, like let's, you know, they took us everywhere. Lou, they took us to the Marais, you, you know, uh, St. Germain, like, they just they, they were the perfect guys, you know. Um, and then you know Ben, I, I had an adventure with Ben. He he's a foodie, like I thought I was a foodie until I met Ben. And then uh, Ben just took took me all around you know, all these 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 cool restaurants. I, I was eating stuff that I'd never eat in my life. Um,
1: What's your but- favorite Parisian cuisine? What do you like? Do you like baguettes? Do you like cheese? Do you like prosciutto? Well, okay,
2: so I mean. Yeah, that I, I didn't I never had a a bad baguette like like in the mornings it's just you go to this there was this bakery mm-hmm. right around there from from uh, my apartment out there and I would just go there get a baguette I uh, get some Comte cheese and that that was my breakfast it was just absolutely absolutely amazing yeah um, that sounds amazing if, if anybody can do bread right uh, French can do some bread right um, yes. Woo but um no i i actually the it was interesting i had a lot of interesting cuisines i had a uh, rabbit ragu which i've never had before in my life that was was, was good um i i ate you raw game. shrimp
1: i like game i like yeah. game
2: yeah. well i can't i'm not a game guy but you know mm-hmm. so you, you ate raw shrimp raw, i had raw shrimp out there um
1: did you I say had, you ate raw shrimp
2: yeah, yeah. Edwin, that's
1: not a delicacy. That's normal.
2: (laughs) No, no, it's, 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 for me, it's a delicacy. I don't do raw shrimp. I don't, that's not, that, that's no, no, I, I am from the South. We cook our food, you know, shrimp to me is red. It's got a nice little tint to it, you know, (laughs) you know, know, that's, that's how I eat my shrimp. I don't eat my shrimp when it looks like (laughs) it's cold and gray, you you know, it's, yeah, but it was good. (laughs) nonetheless. nonetheless um I'm missing
1: out that was, shrimp cocktail is delicious
0: not when it's wrong but it's good to branch out I'm a, I'm a person i also like to experiment with food as well
2: yeah i mean i've I've gotten into it like i said <laughs> Ben kind of started that for me so you know um but yeah the, the, the cast were great you, you know we we knew we were having an adventure or filming an adventure and um you know, I, I think we kinda treated it as such, even throughout the, the filming process. You know, we had um Drew, you know, the, the Dattle brothers, Drew and John. Um, you know, I'd seen their work prior, so it was interesting to, you know, go through the process of, of you know, filming filming this as well, you know, and, and, and seeing how their their vision comes to fruition. Um but it, it was all around a good experience with everyone.
1: So So Edwin, there is a fan theory that we discussed on Clubhouse, and I want to know if you could break it. Um, The reason why Benji goes underground is because he does have a slight crush on Scarlet, and he Mm. wants to kind of impress her.
2: You know, I you know, I never, I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. Um, I didn't think of it like that at all. That's 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 something now that I I actually have to think about. Um, No, initially, I, I I. thought they were just they were good friends from two different worlds and he was like look I'll help you out on this and and ended up getting himself into some 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 stuff uh that he didn't want to be a part of um mm. you know I mean well it,
1: Steve Harvey says that men and women can't be friends and that if <laughs> a man is your friend it's because he wants to sleep with you so I feel like Steve Harvey is right in this case and that Benji wanted that ass, and he would, you know, was like, all right, well, I'll go into hell for you. I, I, for think, ass.
2: I, think, I, I think at some point, died. Benji, Benji was, was more so concerned for his life. Uh, he he forgot about the ass. Uh, I think there's a crucial point in that movie mm-hmm. where ass didn't matter to Benji. He just wanted <laughs> to get his ass back up to the surface of the earth. Like,
0: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell it's you, so, man, the way that woman cried over you, though, The way that woman cried over you when you fell down that hole, man, you know, I, I I, I felt a little something, you know, I felt a little something that was there. But, you know, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you know, you. Right. if it
1: wasn't for Scarlett, you would be alive. So I have no sympathy for Scarlett.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got a point and, and you got a point. You both make some very uh good points um you know i i thought maybe she was just you know very heartbroken because uh she thought she wasn't gonna be able to document the stuff anymore so you know there goes benji um right but you know, I, yeah. I, I could go you know with my brother and uh wanted him to be alive i don't know
1: she said damn did he press record when he went down that hole i hope so i hope the exactly. light was on
2: you film know, uh, it later, make sure because you know that's gonna bring the shock value up a little bit more, so yeah,
1: right? Because I got the Google Cloud on, we could just upload it later. But if he didn't press record, then it's all gone. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure <laughs> she was Cloud stressed at that
2: point, but you know, you know, she was gonna get it one way, that's true. This well, is uh, all <laughs> you know, but uh, no, nah, it was it was cool. You know, the, the movie plays on people's fears and you know maybe some of the misdeeds that they've done in their lives or what they feel guilty for
1: Edwin can you clear up something for me that I've always been confused about with Benji so everyone who goes in the catacomb is it's it's hell so they're facing their own like demon or mistake so Scarlett's is her the death of her father the suicide of her father what was Benji's It's
2: a good question you know um uh, to this day, I think Benji was just like the the the, the innocent bystander, you, you know, that kind of got got shot in the store. You know, he was just walking, and then somehow a bullet went through the window oh. and got him. Um, I wasn't really quite sure about Benji. I knew we played on his fears, which were claustrophobia, uh, hydrophobia, and arachnophobia. Um, and I, I think that's pretty much what killed me, you know. Um, and, and this woman, uh, who basically was following them around the, the entire time, um, you know, yeah. that was that was death following him. Um But, yeah, there wasn't really any true. Yeah, I, I, and even to this day, I still can't, can't think of what it was that truly really took them out.
1: That's okay. I'll make up one in my own head. Maybe it was being the only black man surrounded by white people <laughs> underneath Paris. That's a personal hell for me.
0: Mm. And <laughs> yeah, they did try to give you one on IMDb too. Um, uh, I- <laughs> yeah, they did try to give you one on. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. You say. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. OK, well, they I know they did try to give you one on IMDb uh, and try with this mysterious woman that was following you around and kind of say it was an allegory to um, you having a wife and a child that you somehow left. And that was a, and that was a part of you what you said. <laughs> well, you know, when 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 she pushes him down, she's holding the baby. And so, and I found that really interesting if, you know, if, though, if that was discussed that Benji would have had some type of backstory and if you kind of, because I know you say he, he was the innocent bystander, but did you also have any thoughts in your head when you were portraying this character, like did you have something that was pushing you to either go forward or pushing you to, to want to get out of this, this situation.
2: So I think what was pushing me to go forward was that, you know, I, was curious about this, this stone. I mean, I, I think, you know, at at any given point, you know, when, when that, the, the, the mythological starts coming into play, it it might pique certain people's interest and yeah, you, you want to go along for that ride. You know, he's documenting something that could be, you know, um, first exclusive to the, to the world, you you know, like that's, he's a journalist, Mm. like that's what he's, he's trying to do, you know? Um, and at the same time, yeah i I know she over there like, yeah, but still you find all these white people into catacombs like it's stupid, like no, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, but uh no it's uh you know he, he he's a, he's a journalist and and they 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 go to the depths to get the biggest stories and i think I think that was part of of the reason why he went down there um but you, you know once mm-hmm. Once he's down there, you, you see it, it turn real quick for Benji. Benji's like, I ain't cool with this, like, like let's go back. Like, nah, this shit ain't mm-hmm. cool, right? That's right. you know, everybody out <laughs> at some point, you know? It's like, um, you know, but then once again, at that point, they're just, they're, they're locked into that world and there is no return, or at least we don't think there is a return for them. What Edwin, the Edwin you,
1: not, not Benji, um, if you had the chance to find and get the stone, would you do it? Would you go take the stone? And what would you be, what would be your wish, I guess? Cause it's a wishing thing.
2: Yeah. You know, I, you know, uh, honestly, yeah, I would, I would try to go find a stone. Like I, I definitely would. Um, but I, I kind of just like the, the, the natural purpose of, of.
1: Now, why food. the fuck would you do that? <laughs>
2: I'm just like I'm. I, you know, I, I'm an adventurer. Like I like, I like hiking and going into to random places and and getting lost. Like I, I honestly like doing that. So um, for me, if you're telling me we're gonna go on an adventure, we're gonna go look for something that, that's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna do it.
0: Mm, don't let her believe you
1: no 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 come on now let's just all be let, let's talk about it really quick this is a stone that is supposed to be the most powerful thing on the earth um and it's in hell you gotta go to hell to get it i I, that's not an adventure that's an adventure i don't need i could watch scooby-doo if i wanted to see an adventure i don't need to find the world's most powerful stone right, but like why not
0: I'm on your side, Edwin. I would I would do it. I would do it. Come on, man. What do like you it.
1: mean why not? Some things were not meant to be discovered. Some things on this earth are never meant to be discovered. And I think that stone is one of them because as you you I don't know you, how you're saying this. You, you lived the movie. It's a documentary. You saw what happened when niggas this, go to get a stone.
2: This <laughs> world that probably aren't meant to be discovered, but when they are discovered, it ends up being a great thing. Like you know you can't. For who? Not
1: for you. You died in the movie. So who is it good for? Like in reality, maybe I might not.
0: Hmm. He has the awareness now from doing the movie. Yeah, you know.
1: And no, let's be very clear. If you're the only black man in real life, you ain't making it, baby. Like you listen, ain't coming out the cave. Listen,
2: Mm-mm. you know what? You're right because I, I pretty much died in all my franchises, so. Yeah.
1: Right. In your own damn franchise.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, well, not a, I, that's not a good look.
1: He would stick his head above ground from that little tunnel away and the police would be like, oh, shit. Arrest uh, him. He stole something. Don't do that, that. to <laughs> <Don't
0: laughs> the good It, it wouldn't
1: end well. Oh, you
0: had to take it there, huh?
1: <laughs> I apologize. That was left. That was too far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Jeez. on that... On that point, though, because they did manage to circumvent the um, black man dying first trope in this movie by keeping your character alive up until the third, the last act of the movie. But did you all have any discussions about making you making Benji survive instead of Zed? Um, no, no,
2: no. I mean, as far as, you know, the, the storyline was concerned, you, you know. I, I think we kind of just were cool with the way everything played out. You know, I, I like the idea of Benji dying that way. I thought it was a cool death. I thought, you know, um, as far as the, the film was concerned, it, you know, it was something that was um, needed and, and, you know, added that suspense to it. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like Zed living because, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes it's, it's cool when the, the least likely suspect is the one to kind of come out. And, you know, for me, because I, 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 knew Ali personally, like I was fighting for, for Zed to live. Like I, I know he, he has his own demons with, you know, mm. leaving the child and everything like that. But, you know, for me, it was like, at least with him living, you know, it was kind of like giving him a second chance almost. So I kind of, for me in my head, I was like, I kind of like that mm-hmm. aspect, that's- that idea, you know? But um, yeah, no, there was there wasn't like pertinent discussions on who was gonna live and and why, none of that. Um,
0: yeah.
1: You said I came to collect a check and some baguettes, and I called it a day. Now I don't have discussions about no yeah, script.
0: I, I, I did. Um, I, pass, I mean, we did. We, we all sat. We all set,
1: Especially
2: during during rehearsals, you, you know, because we obviously want things to make sense. You know, we're we're doing a supernatural movie right. and all that madness, but you know it needs to be grounded in some type of reality. So, you know, we definitely had our talks and so forth as far as the direction of the script and, you know, where characters were headed. And, you know, even through that process, we're building out the characters, you know, we're getting something handed to us the the night before. And then by the time we get on set and we're looking at the energy and we're looking at, you know, this beautiful cathedral and just, the, you know, the tone of, of everything that things kind of just change in the moment and, you know, you get different performances. So, um, you know, it was, it was uh, a, a, you know, a cool creative process.
1: Edwin, do you ever watch any of your movies back? Do you, because Beyonce watches all of her performance back and she'll take notes. Like, do you ever go back and go, oof, got to fix this?
2: Should have fixed um, this. Yeah, no, you know what? No, I, 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 I mean, I watched this again last night, just, uh, just to have a refresher. And, um, you know, towards the end of the movie, I was, I was actually happy. I was like, I, you know, to to, to be able to sit back and watch some some work that I, I did years ago, and just, you know, still enjoy it. You know, I, I thought it was a cool adventure. I, I think, you know, performance wise, you know, I'm not going to critique myself, but You know, I thought everybody did their thing, you know. I mean, there have been some times I've looked at some projects and I'm like, definitely shouldn't have done that. That was a horrible choice. I don't know why I did it, but, you know, (laughs) I needed an extra loaf of bread or something. I don't know. Um, But (laughs) as as you grow as an artist, you you realize, um, you know, where your focus is and and the things you want to do and how you want to do them, you know. but Right, yeah, you know, it, it, this thing. It, that's the that's the cool thing about this. No, wait,
1: thing. did you get a copy of the movie, or did you have to rent it like us folks? No, I got I got my
2: copy. I got my posters, and you know they 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 okay. the company, You know, production got studio your they, copy. They, they you got the my, version,
0: right?
2: You know, they gave you my my little my little perks. Okay, um,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, so I got like I got big poster too. So you know, once I get my house, you know, I get an area large oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on up but um yeah it's, it's cool because i actually have uh i have i have the purge poster that was uh that came out in in paris while i was there i have that one and then i have the the one that was as above so below so yeah kind of cool
0: Wow. can you speak on anything that you learned from doing um this movie that you've taken into your um uh, roles since like anything that you kind of that um that um you've used to like to to motivate you since
2: uh with this film I think one of the the uh biggest things i i learned on this one is to actually have fun and enjoy life um you know mm-hmm. being uh culture. Um you know I mean we, we'd go out and we'd have six, seven, eight hour dinners. Right. But you know, it was just we we sit on on the sand, you know, with just wines, people bring up their bottles of wine and we got our baguettes and meats and and, and we just sit out there and talk and we just, you know, everybody from different nationalities, cultures and so forth, um, it gave me a true appreciation of like able to travel and you know jump into somebody else's world um so for me you know it 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 was a simple idea that you know everything's going to come in due time you know uh when it does you know hopefully you're ready for it but you got to really enjoy the journey and the process you know along the way
1: two months in paris with the with par DM getting paid to shoot a movie like it doesn't really get better than that but um you know you're you're leaning towards out of horror a little bit but you're coming back as a writer and director what is it about horror that draws you so much to these roles
2: um you know i i love being able to you know step out of the bounds of reality in a sense you, you know um i i think life is just a little bit more fun that way and more interesting you know um especially with the horror aspect um i, I don't know why there is a weird fascination with like i guess like uh serial killers you know i watch a lot of documentaries night stalker manson and, um and a lot of it more so is the psychology of it all you know um the thought process why they I, do what they i do. just want to
1: be checked <laughs>
2: yeah yeah no it's uh it's the psychology behind it all um and, and with any anybody in in general you know doctors you know I'm, I'm on a show with or that's about you know cardiologists and you know sitting down and, and talking to these these doctors you know they all have these various different aspects of, of why they do what they do and their personalities and what so forth and you know once again it's another world that you open up to and you're like wow like okay, you know, this is something that I I did not understand and, you know, something that, you know, in in the process of of figuring all of this out, I'm able to go back out into the world and and relate, you know, and that's what I kind of like to do with, with all my, my roles, you know, be able to take something back out into the world where, you know, I can relate to, to the audience and people on a, on a regular, you know, um, civil level, you know, it's not going to be Edwin the actor talking to you or the superstar. Like this is, Edwin Hodge and and um, you know he's a real person with real ideas and and you know real thoughts, feelings, things of that nature. And um, what what I do or what I like to think that I do is uh, accentuate the lives of those who you know don't don't have a camera in front of their faces, i.e., doctors and, and what so forth. But when it comes to thrillers, you know,
1: yeah,
2: again, it's like putting yourself in that mindset is, is, is a dark thing, you know, trying to understand why they do what they do is a dark thing. But at the same time, it almost brings you closer to understanding, you know, life a little bit, you know, and, and, and how, Mm -hmm. how, you know, the idea of taking a life to with, with certain people is like a, somewhat of a spiritual connection, you know, to, to some God or some power, or maybe it's just an, an personal thing. Like it's, it's really weird, but you know, it's very fascinating. And, and, you know, you get these people and you say they're crazy and you, you know um, if they are doing what they are doing, but at the same time, when you kind of dig deep into why they've gotten to this place um, it's, it's very interesting. And I, I think that's why I kind of like doing horror it's just just figuring out that that sick, um, <laughs> uh, that sick trigger, you know that, that psychology,
1: the mind, right? Why
2: yeah.
1: human experience? So I have a question, a very generic question. Then, like, what's your favorite scary movie?
2: What's my favorite scary movie? Ooh, um, Ooh. I really like The Exorcism of Emily Rose.
1: That's um, great. Yep. Oh, good
0: yeah.
2: answer. That that one really really. That that one got me. Um, uh, But then, like, I'm see, I'm like, I'm I'm old school. I'm like, "Children of the Corn" freak me out. Yeah, birds birds (laughs) freak me out. Um, Yeah, you know, uh, birds. Yeah, birds. I mean, that's that's just a a a classic. Um, Yeah, those. I mean, those off the top are the ones that really kind of are the ones that it's that I really identified with. There's one that's almost it's it's kind of funny now, but um
0: Sleepwalkers. Have you guys seen that? Ooh.
1: Sleepwalkers. <laughs> wow,
0: that's amazing, bro. That's a deep cut, bro. That's one of this this one of mine. Yo, that that movie got. That's a
1: good choice.
2: Me. Yeah, I love Sleepwalkers. So, like, you know, those those type of films. Those those are the horror films that get me.
1: Well, if since you have a little clout and power now, I think we're long and ripe and ready for a Children of the Corn remake, and I would love to see you in it.
2: Be a, do, a, do a chocolate version of You know, of as it?
1: like the sweet husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, what does that look like yeah. in the deep South with Black people?
2: Yeah, Black people with, blonde, with like stark white hair and blue eyes. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we, can do yes.
1: that. we
2: can do that. Yes. We can do that.
1: Yes. Okay. Again, this is a pitch from me to you. I won't take credit. I'll just be like, wow, what a genius he is.
2: And I, I, will, I, will, I will slide you your cut. You know, I mean, it's 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 here. Okay. You know, I, just, I, I can't say I actually created it on my own. So I got, you know, I'll slide you your cut.
1: <laughs> and I will take that cut. I don't need my name on the project as long as the name on the check is clear and it clears. So it. That's all I need.
0: You got it. <laughs> At least let me be a PA or something on this.
1: You have to aim higher, baby. You can't just be talking about aim higher. I was trying to
0: be home. I was trying to be home. Yeah. You know, I, to,
1: I know what PAs time. make, and I don't want to make that. <laughs> aim for the stars, Juan. It's never too late.
2: For the 80s spot, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. They say an AD at least. Uh, assistant to yeah. the, the star, right. but not the PA.
0: <laughs> uh, no I'm gonna, no way. I'm going to change. I'm going to go for cinematography. Cinematographer. I'm going to go for that.
1: Again, you're doing too much work. I just want my check.
0: How <laughs> do <laughs> you see? How do you from uh, Not being
2: a PA to doing too much work.
1: Um... Because I just you at first, the offer was a check, and all of a sudden we're offering up jobs i you know <laughs> I didn't ever agree to that. I agreed okay. to the check, okay. and that's where I will stay you,
2: <laughs> agreed to the money and not the labor I got it, I got
1: it yeah mm-hmm. do does that do I look like the type of woman that want to labor ever no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying. Look, y'all, y'all know me. You listen to the podcast for three years. As soon as I get money to retire, you'll never see me again. I'll be on a beach somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You'll be never a- see be- me.
2: Seventy is <laughs> a good year to retire for me. That'll be a good year.
1: Yes, you- I mean, you can't retire because you have sweat pant responsibilities. Oh, I- anyway,
2: I responsibilities <laughs> when I'm seventy. I ain't thinking about all that. I mean. They ain't gonna be thinking we'll about. We'll take ours. it at seventy. I guess. I mean. Yes, we will. I mean, who's 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 a who's a fine chocolate seventy-year-old brother right now? Uh, who who, who we got out there? I don't. I don't really. I mean, know.
1: Samuel look good. Samuel look good. Yeah, yeah. Samuel's Sam good. Looked good. You
2: know, I don't know. Sam looked good. You know. Morgan. You know. Free, um. But you know, he looked good still.
1: Morgan Freeman. I don't want to see him in sweatpants. I don't want to see him in sweatpants. Um, I mean, watch Denzel. Good. Denzel's at seventy, yeah, but. I'll see Denzel in some sweatpants, yes. Okay, all
2: am right.
1: He's not, but...
2: He he close, no?
1: But there's some people. Okay, all right. Mm. I Look, don't underestimate us women. We we will be horny long time. (laughs) Oh, Lord. 70s won't stop us. You know what? This has been really inappropriate, Joanne. I do not appreciate your line of questioning to our guests. Um, so I'm gonna end it here. I'm oh, sorry, so Edwin. I had no idea when I invited him on the show oh that God. he would be this inappropriate. Yeah, this is a, this is first time.
0: I don't understand how that happened, but um, I yeah. will, I guess I have to accept it.
1: No you lessons know, learned. Like, just learn from me. I'm a true professional. It's like most,
0: <laughs> most relationships,
2: Javon. You know, sometimes we just don't know how it happened. We just got to accept it. You know, we just. Yeah, baby, I did. I don't, right. I don't know how to do it, it, but next no, time,
1: learn from me. I'm a professional since the start of the podcast till now. So, mm-hmm. like, uh huh. Just take some tips. Yeah, some lessons.
2: Yeah, HR yeah. man. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm so glad. I don't like you know, the way I y'all look.
1: looking at me. I, I just, don't like it. <laughs>
2: I mean, no, I mean, like, You're you for the ladies, and you know, all that. You know, I, yeah, we get it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm you know I'm feeling, <laughs> we, we, you know, i just we, not the cease and
1: desist letter in my inbox already. No, no, I, you know
2: I, you know, I, you know, I wanna be noticed for my artistry and not my booty. You know what I'm saying? Just uh Huh. That's um. right. There. That's right, brother.
1: Your booty is a work of art, so we can do both.
2: My brother got we a. We can
1: do both. Got a
2: good booty now. My brother got a good booty now. He he didn't have no butt for a while.
1: You know what we and I've seen that ass and I've analyzed that ass quite often. Um, that picture he posted from the Oscars, that's illegal. That's not right.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Apparently, he got some some uh, some 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 lesbian ladies uh, really trying to make a, a different turn in life. Apparently. Um
0: <laughs> yes I can see that. I can see
2: that. Um, there's a fan base of them. I'm like, they they like, hey man, I'm I'm really you came out now white and I'm really thinking about, you know, maybe maybe going back. And I'm like, oh man, okay, I just gotta like that now.
1: That <laughs> white was that white was white white was wow. Listen, it was I, that, like that milk boy, sliding down
2: <laughs> that's that's dress of the night. That boy threw it down that night. Um uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So now now Big Brother gonna yes, have to did. somehow match. And little... I have it
1: as my screensaver.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let him know that too. Yeah. It's
1: forever saved right here. There was one complaint. I have one critique about his outfit. Please tell him this. Whoever tailored the crotch area is is supposed to be tight. Is there was fabric <laughs> loose.
0: What's in
2: y'all? It's you
1: supposed to fit.
2: Can't always, you can't always see the goods. It just you, you can't have the goods always on this plate.
1: You're very negative. You're very <laughs> negative. You're very negative. Uh, uh, the women folk were, and some of the, the gay men were like, it's a little loose down there, it should be sucked in like, like a BBL style. I don't he know what the, the seamstress was thinking.
2: Down. He wouldn't be able to dance, like, y'all. I mean, y'all gotta at least allow him to actually take Do- the you know. <laughs> Breathe, you know what I'm saying. Sit, like, he's he,
1: not supposed to sit down. That ass should be up and he
2: was sitting and, and Available on the awards, like you know. I don't. And Jamal, that's another oh, mistake. The
1: stage manager doing. should have never allowed that. I, if, if I was the stage manager, you're not sitting. You are the Oscar. Actually, and I will let you like, go home <laughs> with everybody. You the like, Oscar. You the prize.
2: Oscar, is somebody. Right. don't come to you and be like, "Hey, we need you to organize some stuff for us because you, nope." All you want to see is I like promise you, you anyone thunder, listening to this
1: podcast is going to write in thunder. and say, she's right.
2: She's right. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. All the chocolate thunder. And I have some critiques
1: is. for you too. I have oh, some critiques for you too. Like what you're wearing today. It's so covered. Why are we doing this? Because
2: I'm still trying to be decent. I ain't going to be up here showing my chesticles and stuff. Like, nah, nah. You, you I don't know, understand,
1: understand where I don't, all this modesty is coming from. That's you that's made that. a movie in hell.
2: Yes. And in hell, I was clothed. You are no
1: angel. You made a movie oh, yeah. in hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the fire didn't scourge me. Like, my clothes were still on. Like, you know, I, I had the Lord somehow wrapped around me a, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, one day, you gonna, y'all going to get You're it. Not,
1: well, the Lord wrapped around you. Look.
2: And all that madness. It's just one day. Real soon, actually, you're gonna get a shirtless scene, actually,
1: one day. Well, could you just post a little more thirst traps on your Instagram or something? Like, I'm I'm just, you know, something. I'll, you know,
2: I'll just, you know, I give a little taste here and there, but you know,
0: I keep it. Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Again, don't let her bully you. You know, respect yourself, (laughs) brother.
1: I just want you to respect the fans that come to your movies uh-huh. and pay, you know, for for the film. And uh-huh. and we, we too have been in quarantine for a year and it's I'm, been long and hard. Think, and think, all we ask is a little chocolate.
2: My brother has <laughs> a chocolate for the both of us right now. You know, he's, he's on there. Doing yeah, he,
1: he got it. He got it. But we like both. We'll take both. Yeah,
2: okay. so. You want the milk chocolate and the dark chocolate. Got it.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> right, But shout, shout out to you. I think I got your, lawyer's your calling
1: out. me right now.
2: <laughs> At all. Shout all right. out to you, sir.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And shout Thank out to you, your brother. This has gotten y'all.
1: ridiculous. We're going to wrap this up because Jawan doesn't know how to act. This has gotten way ridiculous. I'm going
2: to get letters in the mail. Out of control. Just, Out of
1: control. The cease and desist letter is already knocking on my door.
2: On you, know, you know. I mean, you you were very professional. I love the way you Thank handled it. You. Thank today. you. Thank you. you know, Thank you. Um, but you I you know, the co-host, you know, I don't I don't
0: know about that.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: yeah. I won't be inviting I, I, him back. I will <laughs> yeah. I, I will accept responsibilities for my for uh, my actions. I mean I I you, and you I did, won't be you inviting him back. Questions, though, you know, so I, I I have to give you you know, kudos
2: on that point. You did ask some very good questions, you know, whereas she was talking about shirtless Me? No, me. Time. no, no. Let's I not was, do this. Juwan, <laughs> I had know, my
1: notes was, right was, here. Was,
2: uh, looking at Juwan right now. Um, Thank but, you, uh, Sam. I appreciate it.
1: You know <laughs> what, Edwin? No <laughs> one comes to that. listen to Afro <laughs> Horror for good questions.
2: Right That's now. the like,
1: last thing they do.
2: I'm locked in with Juwan right now. Like, like I'm trying to, you know, give my man props. You know, because... Thank you. You did your thing, you know. Now, back to Sadie, you you know, um, Mm. yeah. So, uh, uh, tight. Wow. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: Sweatpants, Um, shirtless. Got it. Okay. All right.
1: That first, that's our sponsors. And our sponsors, the Sweatpants (laughs) Brigade. I I have to read it. It's right here on the note card. Second of all, I just like to remind everyone to protect black women. And right now, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't feel protected. I feel attacked.
2: Oh no, 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 no! I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not I'm Just you know, I'm just saying that I, I might have felt felt a little, um, you know, attacked uh, for my chocolateness, <laughs> and that's that's all I'm saying. Oh. I you know, I get you. know, I want oh, people to know you- I'm a good actor too. You know that that you know I I don't You're an
1: artist. Have, yes, baby, we know.
2: You know, a chest and some yes. some You know. Um, but you, you A well-respected see, you're right. thespian. He's a thespian. I, I will, I will, you're I will a thespian.
1: We, we objectified you. Mm. Listen,
2: you um, who is we? Will see booty I, I will say that. You will see booty soon and some chest soon. That's all I'm going to say. Will. I'm not going to tell you what project it is, but you're going to see a little booty and a little chest. That's it. There you go. There you go. And then y'all
1: said I objectified him. Look, I was just doing my due diligence and I never would have got that booty answer if I didn't do my due diligence.
2: You you know, I thought maybe I would just like wait, but no, they want to know. So yes, you're going to get a little booty and get a little little chest.
1: You hear that, ladies and gays? We're getting some ass, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. It's coming soon. Um, speaking of which, the Tomorrow War drops on July second. If, if if all is successful, it had already in the theaters and or streaming. um So please check that out. You can watch as above, so below. Streaming everywhere right now. um Edwin, what's your social security number?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, not not giving that out. But you know, I you was just on, kidding. On, on the Instas and all the Twitters and all that other madness. Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all know where to find me. Instagram, chaotic State symphony. And then uh, Twitter is just Edwin Hodge.
0: Real simple. No copyright infringement was intended while recording this podcast.